Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Work From Home Nomad podcast, episode four. I'm your host, Wilson. Uh, today, I have the privilege of being alongside Bo. Bo, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> doing well, doing well. So. Welcome to the Work From Home Nomad podcast. Welcome to the Work From Home Nomad met uh, about a week ago here in Jericoacoara in the state of uh, Syrah. I still can't pronounce that state, but... Yeah, I don't know how to <laughs> either, but... <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's considered the northeast of Brazil. Um, and we've both been traveling around Brazil for uh, quite a bit, um, and we just both met here. Bo is American. Uh, he is from Iowa, but I'll let you tell uh, the, the audience about yourself. Tell me about yourself. So yeah, I, I grew up uh, in Iowa and basically spent all of my like childhood there. Um, but when I graduated high school, actually, the day after, I got on a plane, I went to Europe on my own and traveled for like 45 days there. Basically kind of caught the travel bug, realized it was a lot easier than, and also a lot cheaper than most people you know, think. think. Yeah. Um, so since then, I've been traveling a lot whenever I've had the free time. Uh, I went to Yale over the last I graduated now in 2020, so it's been two years. Um, but while I was going there, I traveled during all the breaks and kind of continued with it. But Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm really excited to talk to Bo today because he was telling me at dinner last night about his app. Uh, so and we can dive into the demo later, but uh, essentially, I don't mean to steal your thunder, but uh, mm-hmm. the app basically says, hey, uh, it checks your IP address, where the closest major airport is, um, and then it does like a query to show you, show me all of the destinations, international, right, um, for the next 90 days starting today. Uh, And it's really neat because it shows you the cheapest options and it's like, hey, I don't know where to go. Like, Mm -hmm. um, I feel like I need a vacation. I wanna go next week. Where should I go? I don't know. And you're based in New York or something, and then you realize there's a $100 flight one way to Lisbon or something like that. So uh, can you tell us a little bit more about that app that you built? So to go kind of way back where I originally started, um, based off that first trip I did to Europe uh, in college, I ended up starting uh, a company my sophomore year. Uh, called Voyesta, which basically was kind of replicating these trips that I had done to Europe um, and letting other people do the same. Um, so back then it was just built on like a WordPress website. It was very basic, like I'd create a PDF whenever somebody would book um, and then kind of just give them all the information, say this is the train you're gonna be taking at this time, this is the ferry you're gonna be taking here, and just combined it all together. Um, so that you know was going well throughout college, but then COVID hit. Uh, and I kind of used COVID uh, as a chance, you know, since obviously all my travel bookings to Europe went all the way down to nothing. I uh, used it as a chance to like learn how to code, uh, to, to learn React Native, React, kind of these modern uh, infrastructures for building uh, both mobile apps and websites. Um, kind of using that knowledge, uh, mostly in this last year, actually, when I first arrived in Brazil uh, the, the first time in November 2020, kind of landed here and the weather was amazing. I was actually coming from Italy and Italy just went down or went into like a strict uh, lockdown. Like you couldn't be out on the streets past 10 p.m. Like it's crazy. So I just needed to get out. So I actually used, um, I actually used uh, 
this flight kind of search that a lot of this the app is now based on to find the cheapest flight out of Europe to anywhere in the world. Um, just outside of Europe was the only requirement for me, and a flight came up to Brazil for only like 200 bucks. So, so I flew to Brazil, and after I got here, I kind of you know fell in love with it a bit, and I just was surprised almost that I met almost no other like foreigners down here. Uh, when you know in the U.S. COVID was really bad, there was lockdowns in Europe, the same thing. It was surprising to me almost that more people weren't, you know, if they're already working fully remote, you know, from their cramped apartment in a place like New York where they couldn't really do anything at the moment. Why not come down to a place like this and, and work from here? So then I started to use kind of the knowledge I got from learning how to code to start building this app that kind of just takes advantage of all these really powerful kind of tools out there that you can use to book affordable travel. Mm -hmm. And kind of my goal was to just put into one app, one place where you could just do it easily. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so, you know, back to, you studied at Yale, graduated, congratulations. Uh, you didn't study computer science. Uh, you studied liberal arts, right? What did you study? I studied economics and global affairs. And so how did, you, how did you learn coding? Did you just, mm -hmm. um, just go on Coursera and um, EDX, or how did you learn it? So basically, kind of like I said, um, my old website for the trips to Europe, which the company is called Voyesta, um, that was just all on WordPress, very basic. And you know, when COVID hit, um, obviously my business went to zero. I had to you know refund all this money to all these people, and then I was kind of left, you know, wondering what's the next step, you know, mm, since the yeah. travel, you know, world that I'd known and loved was just completely kind of turned over. Got it. Um, so I knew, just uh, I had some friends actually, you know, who actually knew how to code and had more experience building websites, take a look at the website and they're like, oh, this website's, you know, kind of crappy that you have. Like, you know, it takes forever to load. It's like not that nice. And yeah, mm -hmm. at first I was like a bit, you know, I was personally offended, but I'm like, so it took though a few days for me to realize it was actually really good feedback and that I should take a look at it and see what I could do to just make things better. Yeah. And so basically then, you know, summer 2020 when everything was shut down and I was just at home um, and at school home, uh, I basically just used the opportunity to start to learn how to code and it kind of, I knew before like HTML, CSS, mm -hmm. yeah. some more basic stuff from dealing with WordPress, but WordPress at the time was built like in PHP, which mm -hmm. is kind of this yeah. more complicated kind of backend stuff. It's not really super easy to understand. Like whenever I'd actually have any big issues uh, on the site that I needed to be like needed fixed that I wouldn't know how to I would like have no idea though what to do to go back into the PHP so I would actually go on Fiverr and just hire someone in like mm -hmm. Pakistan or India to go in and do it for yeah. for cheap yeah. to make the fixes but cool. I realized though you know I wasn't going to be sustainable <laughs> in the long run I needed to actually learn something better and I do think that React kind of just this JavaScript based you know frameworks React and React Native are really easy to learn yeah. Um, and between React and React Native, you share a lot of the common ideas and kind of uh, they operate very similarly. So I kind of went from knowing nothing to be able to grow, like to make full stack applications that I think run pretty well. Awesome. Uh, just like a year. Yeah. So, so, so in other words, you're really smart. Uh, <laughs> dang. Yeah. You can't teach that. I mean, you can, but. <laughs> yeah. You know, I do think a lot of people, though, these days, like I signed up for just a basic course yeah. on like React initially. Mm -hmm. And I only actually took like the first few lessons of it, um, which I do think was very helpful to learn some of the core ideas of it. But what I found the most useful, I actually just downloaded a template of a website from online mm -hmm. and then just slowly 
started going in and like replacing the text that I wanted with yeah. from what was there to what I wanted and then just like kind of messing with more and more things and then slowly slowly like I kind of just got to understand how it actually works and what each part of the code actually does cool awesome but, now mm -hmm. so let's shift over to the the actual app um, and I know we'll, we'll get to the demo soon but uh, you know like a question that I had yesterday at dinner was why Voyesta? Like, I'm somebody who loves to travel. Mm -hmm. Why should I choose to download Voyesta versus Kiwi, versus Kayak, versus Google Flights, uh, mm -hmm. versus Booking.com? You know, all of these travel apps, you know, why is your app different? Yeah. So basically, Voyesta is the trips to Europe that mm -hmm. I'd had to go. And there's a bit of like a branding, you know, division here. I'm like still trying to figure out exactly how to brand it, but the trips to Europe, um, and those were like very end to end. So I built those basically as almost like a way to get like my friends back in Iowa who, you know, were too almost like scared to go on that trip with me to Europe. Mm -hmm. Like I had a couple friends who were going to go, but they backed out since they're like, Oh, you want to go for that long 45 mm -hmm. days. It's going to be so expensive. It's going to yeah. be hard. But basically I created a way just to, take care of like all the essentials of travel through that so mm -hmm. it was booking all the accommodations combined with all the flights all the transportation the trains and everything put together in like an easy to access way mm -hmm. um so it kind of made it uh, like the people i usually have you know book on these trips yeah. these voyista trips um are people you know might be first time travelers who yeah. wouldn't necessarily know how to take such a big trip on their own but mm -hmm. when you book it through this app it makes it very easy to do um so that, you know, is one thing, Boyesta. Then the app that I started building, Avopass is uh -huh. its name, and that's what the name on like the app store is. Um, that kind of came out of this idea of me, you know, arriving here in Brazil and kind of realizing that, you know, with all this remote work going on right now, like mm -hmm. there's an opportunity for a lot, lot more people Love to it. travel. Mm -hmm. And I think remote work just enables people to have a flexibility in their time yep. and in their location more than anything. Um, so especially as COVID, you know, kind of fades away, but remote work is still here. More and more people, I think, are going to realize that they don't have to just stay in one place doing their job. Yeah. You know, they don't have to spend $2,000 a month for, you know, a crappy apartment in New York <laughs> City when they could literally travel anywhere in the world mm -hmm. for less than that. Yeah. So I started building the app. I mean, originally, actually, I started thinking of an idea of like a subscription plan where basically instead of paying rent, they would pay you know, the company and then through the app, they could book just unlimited travel. So Ooh. they could stay, you know, 30, 31 <laughs> nights, <laughs> yeah, every night of accommodation, yeah. they have a certain amount of like flight or transportation credit. Mm -hmm. And then basically there'd just be an easy to access interface where they can go and figure out from where I am right now, where in the world can I go next? Mm -hmm. And it's kind of the idea of it is that when you go in, you don't need to have a certain destination in mind. Mm -hmm. Because when you have a certain destination in mind and you have certain dates that you want to go, that's when things end up getting like expensive for travel. Yeah. You know? mm -hmm. What I found, I've taken like lots of cheap flights, like flying from, yeah, I flew down here to Brazil for $130 from the US. I flew from the US to Europe for under $100 a couple times. Yeah. Like there's all these crazy flight deals out there, um, but just most people don't necessarily know how to find them. Right. But mm -hmm. the biggest things are having flexibility, both in terms of when you're going and where you're going. I love it. Basically, I built this app that lets you kind of combine those things. So it's mm -hmm. so like you said, what makes it different? You can look 
from like all of the United States to all of Brazil, let's say over a month period to find the absolute cheapest flight connecting the two. So that's how I found the flight for $130 from Florida down to Sao Paulo. That's awesome. Yeah. Right on. Mm -hmm. No, and I, I mean, like, I, I think this app would be so cool too, not just for people who are doing this full time. And I talk about it with uh, in my other episodes, but mm -hmm. like people who are doing like a hybrid model, like they actually have a home base, but maybe they want to spend two weeks here, yeah, come back home. Maybe they want to spend four weeks here, come back home. Like this, this can be, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's obviously something for you to maybe consider in the future. But mm -hmm. uh, as you're expanding with this app, AvoPass, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. A V O P A S S. Yes. You guys got to download that. Able yeah. pass. <laughs> uh, if you talk on the support chat, I'll get a notification <laughs> on my phone and be answering you. So, yeah, Perfect. check it out. Uh, well, is there anything else you want to say um, before we move on to the demo? I, I feel like, I mean, I want to watch the demo. I want to see, like, you know, how you navigate through this app, you know, examples of, you know, why this app is so great. I mean, I saw it last night, so yeah. I was pretty impressed. But mm -hmm. anything else you want to say before we uh, move on to the next part of this uh, podcast? Yeah, I mean, basically I built the app kind of uh, when I was down here in Brazil and first kind of started the idea of it. Um, basically, there's three big pillars that I kind of focused on that I think are most important for a travel company like in this day and age. One of them's ease of use, you know, making travel very easy to do so almost anybody can do it affordability yeah. so mm -hmm. you know it's cheap to travel anybody can do it um it doesn't break the bank account you know like it's accessible to a lot of people and then also sustainable um so like what i've been doing through the app so far is carbon offsetting all the emissions from flights that are booked through it mm -hmm. um, but i've also done a lot of research into kind of other ways um, that we can make kind of travel more sustainable so it can be something that'll be around for you know several more decades and uh -huh. you know hundreds of years even to awesome. come so yeah, um, I could go in more into that too, but it's very interesting too, kind of yeah. what technologies are out there, new types of sustainable aviation fuel that are being developed that kind of can basically mitigate the you know, large carbon uh, emissions from the current Absolutely. flights. No, I love that. I love that insight. Um, I mean, we're talking about you know working from home, working remotely due to COVID in 2022, but mm -hmm. There's also a lot to, to think about in 2030, you know, 2040 and the decades yeah. to come. I mean, it's interesting. Things are going to change quickly. COVID's definitely reset kind of the conversation about a lot of this stuff yeah. um, because the travel industry has like been so massively impacted. But, you know, before 2019, you know, the big travel headlines were all about over tourism and places like Venice. Yeah. Um, places like, I mean, even like here in Jury, like this place <laughs> is massively transformed just in the last 10 years. And a lot of questions kind of come up like, you know, how can you make sure that, you know, when tourism grows that you're doing it in a good way and yep. it's not harming the local communities. And one of the most like vivid kind of memories I've had is being in um, Cambodia. I think I'll butcher this name, but Sihanoukville. Have okay. you heard of it? Mm -hmm. no, it's no, like no, this no. like resort city uh, down on the coast in Cambodia. And it used to be this like really nice kind of backpackers like haven, like beautiful pristine beaches you know just small little like beach bars and really nice mm -hmm. um i was there in 2019 though and like it was like on the very kind of dying it was like on its last breaths because yeah. basically china was going in and making it like this big gambling like resort town like yeah. city mm -hmm. and it was like they were literally just bulldozing like everything yeah. all the forests all the like current you know people that are living there everything was being cleared out and they're just building like huge casinos everywhere mm -hmm. 
Um, and like, yeah, I mean, the, even the place I stayed like doesn't exist anymore now. It's all, wow. it's gone. <laughs> but like, I just went there and like, you go into the main town where like all the casinos are and it's just, it's like almost sad to think like such a beautiful place yeah. kind of was just destroyed and then really absolutely. not handled well. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. Oh no, things to think about for sure. Um, well, yeah, I mean, uh, thanks again so much for your time. Uh, but, uh, this was really insightful. We're excited to, to see your demo. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, thanks so much for your time again. Yeah, no, thank you for having me on here. <laughs> yeah, something new. It's cool. <laughs> All right, guys, part two right now. Guys, so I'm here with Bo. Uh, he's going to walk you through the app and hope you guys like it. I'll let you take it from here, Bo. All right, cool. Um, so we started, we just downloaded the app and I logged into like uh, the demo account I use to test things. But here, it's just a brief kind of onboarding. Uh, it goes over, basically there's three types of travel you can book through the app right now. One is just booking a flight on its own. Two is uh, booking a flight combined with accommodation, which I have a tentative name for this. Maybe like a nomad search or something, but still kind of in development. Uh, but then the third thing are these, you know, classic Boyista trips uh, that I said I've been doing for, you know, several years now. Uh, but I'll take you through the app kind of uh, and show you all of the stuff and what you can do with it. Um, just to start, uh, these are the classic, you know, trips to Europe, the Boyista trips. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm just swiping through here. This is like the search you can go on. This is like one of our most popular ones, 45 days. It like mirrors almost the trip I did right after high school. Mm -hmm. um, you can see where you'll be staying, all the cities, kind of flying from destination to destination. Um, and then you can go on, you choose your city, choose the dates, and you can uh, book it from there. Um, so I had a friend actually take a trip to Portugal recently. Um, so here's what it looks like, like on an actual traveler's end. Um, so for example, you can you have your flight from New York. You can see all the flight info. Mm. You can go, once you arrive, it tells you exactly how to get to where you're going. So for example, when you arrive at the Lisbon airport, you can take the metro very easily. So that's what we recommend for most people to do. And the app actually deep links in here to Google. So that's awesome. So already up here is like the exact directions from where you'll be arriving to exactly where you're going in the city. And it's all very seamless kind of doing it through that. How, how did you uh, get this integration? So you have the Metro, how, how does the app know that Uber will be 12 euros? Uh, so from the a lot of it's manually added, but what I also do is I'm hooking up to like a ton of these different APIs to get a lot of this data. Uh -huh. um, these are, like it's simple enough where I manually do it for most of the stuff and input this data and mm -hmm. the actual links. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, Google Maps has an API you can hook up with, Uber does as well, yeah. and, and there's lots of different options. Yeah. Um, so basically then I'll tell you about where you're staying, you know, the things available, how to get there, the address, um, the special events. Um, I'll show you actually down here in Porto. Mm -hmm. um, it tells you what to do. And this actually, have you been to Porto? No, it's on my list. I've been to Lisbon, but Porto's on my list. Uh, so you speak Portuguese though, so you probably <laughs> can say this Francesquinha, Francesquinha, something like that. But it is like a very popular dish amazing. in Porto. Yeah, it's really good. So that's obviously something we recommend people to get. Yeah. Um, the train station in Porto is also very beautiful, so that's mm -hmm. on our recommendation list. Yeah. Uh, but kind of everything's included there. And then when you leave, kind of the same thing. Everything's hooked up. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we link directly to the Uber app, so you can see that'd be a long Uber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this will look like there's a way from Brazil to uh, Liz yeah. to Portugal, but. 
But basically, now if you're actually in Lisbon, it's very easy to call the uh, Uber when you're leaving. Yeah. But basically, I built this to you know kind of take care of all the essentials of travel and make it very easy uh, yeah. to take these trips. I mean, like one thing, I don't know if I've shown this to you yet. Mm -hmm. um, if I click on here, I actually issue uh, travelers a virtual credit card, mm -hmm. um, which basically is like loaded with a certain amount of money. So that Metro ride I mentioned, we uh, cover the cost of like all those transfers in mm -hmm. our trip price. So this actually is like a virtual card you could add to your Apple wallet mm -hmm. and then use to pay for that Metro. Wow. Um, so yeah, so everything's kind of included. It's very end-to-end. -end. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so those are the Voyista trips. Um, I've been doing those for a few years and a lot of people have done them. Um, these other two things that have uh, been what I've been working on the last year uh, a lot and building. Yeah. Um, so the basic one's just finding a flight, but this will just kind of showcase like the power of this flight search. So what I'll do here, um, let's see if we can get a $1 flight. We'll go Europe to Europe uh, <laughs> over like the next you know, like four months or something. And basically this will just find the cheapest flight anywhere in Europe over the next four months. Mm -hmm. So usually when I do this, some really good ones pop up. So Two. Portugal, okay, Barcelona, this is $6. Girls? These are all just dollars on here. Oh, jeez. Okay, Warsaw. We'll see what comes up here. Maybe yeah, $5. Okay. Vienna to Warsaw for $5, $5 on a flight. Yeah, wow. I'm a bit disappointed that sometimes they'll come up with one or $1 <laughs> $2. But I guess the airlines uh, weren't making enough money on that. That's insane. Let's see where you can go to Barcelona from. Menorca. Okay. So one of the islands in Spain to Barcelona for $5. Um, but you can do other stuff too, like it's extremely flexible. So like let's say we can do United States to mm -hmm. Europe um, over the next, you know, let's say the last two weeks of February. Mm -hmm. um, and obviously I mean, these are kind of extreme cases, you have to be very flexible. Yeah. Um, but pretty good prices here, $200. And, and this is one way, right? These are one, one way, way, yeah. Right. You can also add um, round trip tickets, uh, but I think most at least for me, I only take one-way flights usually, and I think you know it's like a true like kind of nomad in a way. Like yeah. one ways are more useful a lot of times. Uh, it's not totally, quite as yeah. powerful on round trip flights because um, I don't think the, the search the search engine is like as optimized for it. But it makes sense. And a quick question about mm -hmm. this one. So I see that the part you have a range. Do you also have a range for the return? Yeah. So I could do I can add a return here, and let's say I want to return the second two weeks wow um i haven't you know put in as much quality yeah. assurance on it so yeah there's a bug <laughs> yeah but that's pretty cool though like i mean the, the concept is there and which actually that uh, i've never seen that before mm -hmm. on any app where you get a range for the uh departure and then you get a range for the return i think that's pretty spectacular actually what just um caused the crash there i actually have uh vaccination like live, um, like travel requirements actually built Ooh, into the app. That's so good, yeah. you can see here, it also says open for travel since mm -hmm. Europe's mostly open yeah. now, but Italy, for example, you need a COVID test. Got it. So you can actually go into the app itself. And if you click here, you can see the exact restrictions on what you need. Wow. Um, so Italy, you know, you need a COVID test, but you can also tap toggle if you're vaccinated or not. So if you're not okay. vaccinated, it looks like you can still go to Italy with a COVID test. 
Um, but basically it updates all that. So actually here, now I went back to the search oh. and the unvaccinated uh, like toggle is on. Yeah. So Spain, France, you can't go if you're not vaccinated mm. from the US. Yeah. So it actually comes up with those restrictions, which is kind of cool. That's amazing, yeah. Great, good stuff, man. Mm -hmm. Cool. So now I'll show you, let's put in, just let's say you're in Barcelona, for example. This is the last part, which is the kind of nomad search. Yeah. Um, that's more experimental, but I think is is the most like different thing about this. Basically, what it's doing right now is looking to two other places around the world that have good spots to stay, mostly for like remote work. Yeah. Um, it's combining all the live flight prices to those places uh -huh. with like live accommodation pricing. Yeah. Um, so I don't know why it's coming up with all the Americas. Let's put in like Mexico City then and see what it does. Um, but basically the idea is, you know, wherever you currently are, mm -hmm. you can just go to this part of the app and it'll show you kind of anywhere in the world that's looking over the next two weeks that you can go, where's the cheapest flight, uh, what's the cheapest flight you can take and combine that with like the accommodation pricing and then kind of sorting it to come up mm -hmm. with like the absolute best spots. Like here's an example. So from Mexico City, you can go to Oaxaca uh, in Mexico. Wow. For a $31 flight and then the accommodations $20 a night uh, for the shared room. Mm -hmm. So it's like a three day trip with the flight included for only $91. Yeah. And then on here, you can actually book it just like two clicks. And that's also something I've kind of focused on is making yeah. it like extremely easy. So mm. from those like flight search results too, yeah. from that like search page, it only takes two clicks mm -hmm. uh, to book the flight. And it's also yeah. hooked up with Apple Pay, so it's like very easy to yeah. do. The so UX is really nice too. I mean, you only have to scroll a little bit, mm -hmm. bam, you're done. Yeah, that's great. Do yeah. stuff like mm -hmm. sort through, choose private rooms. Um, but. I want to put a lot more effort into building this part of the app since I think this is something that like digital nomads could really use. Yeah. Um, basically, it's like kind of sorting through and in each of these cities finding like the absolute best place to stay mm -hmm. as a traveler, especially yeah. a traveler who's working remotely. Mm -hmm. Spots that will have like, you know, good internet, um, a good social atmosphere though as well, something mm -hmm. I like definitely emphasize. Yeah. Um, and just kind of putting it all together. and putting it into this resource where you can just go and you can look, you know, from where you are to anywhere else in the world, like where's another cool spot. Yeah. And you can know just from booking like on here, like going to one of these places mm -hmm. that, you know, you'll have kind of the essentials, you know, taken care of and you know that you'll like have a good time. Yeah. So that's what I found, you know, traveling. There's just like a lot of places, like especially if you're going to a new place. Um, like here in Brazil, I've definitely, you know, experienced it where there's just like kind of a lack of information a lot of times on, you know, how's the Wi-Fi going to be? How, you know, am I going to be able to work from here? Is there going to be a lot of people around? Is it going to be, is it just going to be fun? Like, it's just like hard to tell the stuff just it from... Is. It's difficult. Yeah, the resources you have online right now. And also, uh, I'd like to add, we're currently in Jericocoara in uh, Brazil. I had reservations about coming here. I, it's, I literally asked my friends, um, how's the internet? And my, my friend who was here last year had to sit me down and say, yeah, there's fiber optic here. Um, like the, the internet speeds are, are fantastic. Uh, but I needed my friend to tell me that. Uh, so I feel like as Bo just kind of mentioned, there's not a ton of reliable sources on the internet. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, with your app, 
are you planning on addressing that gap? You know, or is that something that the app could possibly do? Yeah. So what I see, like my goal for this is to, like, like I said, it's very rough right now and I'm still in the process of, you know, making everything. Uh, but my goal yeah. is to, you know, take away all the glitches, make sure it never crashes, <laughs> uh, make sure that, you know, everything runs very smoothly. A lot of the backend fulfillment's totally automated. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, as soon as you book, you automatically get your tickets and you get your reservation confirmed. Um, but basically from there, I want to just scale it up a lot where to get as many people using this app as possible. Mm -hmm. So like almost like, you know, let's say if you have, you know, a few thousand people using, you know, this search and, you know, there's a hundred, 200 different spots on it. Yeah. If people are using it a lot and, you know, you almost have this like community that's being built yeah. just by these users of the app. So if you know you're going to like Rio here, for example, mm -hmm. there might be, you know, 15 other people who are also, you know, like-minded, you know, in a similar situation. I mean, that's kind of like how we met here. We have similar um, backgrounds, you know, we're, you know, Americans down here working remotely here in Brazil. Yeah. Um, so what I'd like, you know, ideally is to like, have this app uh, become popular enough where people can go and you know meet other like-minded people very easily and just almost have a community anywhere you go in the world uh, so like social media almost like you would have your own profile page you would you know upload your own picture i don't know if i would do that like per se yeah. um i mean the number one thing though is just like finding amazing accommodations for people to stay so a good yeah. example is like the uh, the Selena brand, I think they mm -hmm. do very well at a lot Agreed. of their locations and yeah. having a, a good a good good amenities, you know, they have co-working spaces, I think at basically all of the Selenas, mm -hmm. um, good Wi-Fi, yeah. uh, nice rooms. Um, sometimes they have, you know, pretty good social atmospheres. It's kind of hit or miss. I think that's something they're lacking on. Mm -hmm. um, but it's something basically it's this app is finding places like that but all around the world mm -hmm. and then sending travelers there i think if it picks up steam you know you have more and more travelers going to these places yeah and you'll be able to find you know this community anywhere in the world and mm -hmm. also be able to work yeah effectively yeah cool mm -hmm. cool well is that the end of the demo yeah I mean, that takes that's awesome most no of I, i'm yeah. very impressed um and yeah. i mean that like wholeheartedly that's that's a that's a really good app i know a lot of people who are looking to develop their own apps they like talk a big game and they just don't yeah. really do it right but you're doing it it looks great ui uh ux the, the field the look and feel is fantastic um and and i think it really tackles a, a digital nomad problem that I would like to have solved. So yeah. I'm really excited to see uh, the results of this. Yeah. And congratulations to um, to you on the, the work so far. Thank you. And thanks for being on the podcast today, man. Yeah, and one more note. If you do download it uh, and you want to, if you have an issue, you want to talk to me, just right <laughs> here, send a message. And Yeah, feel free to bombard him with uh, angry messages. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> yeah, and then I get a notification right to my phone. Hey, Bo. <laughs> Ooh, very cool. And then, yeah, phone's already buzzing. Got it on there. <laughs> nice. All right, guys. Well, thanks so much again, Bo. Uh, hope you have a great rest of your trip. And, Jerry, and see you somewhere around the world. Yeah. Thank All you right. guys for listening. All right.